0: Hello, hello, hi, studio, waterway, family, and friends. Um, yeah, we cannot wait to get started today. We're like bubbling giddy. Recently. We're bubbling giddy, but for me, stress too. I, we were supposed to take this yesterday, and I sent Tracy a message going, I'm having a meltdown. So I'm like, we have to reschedule, I'm having a meltdown. So if you have been feeling this build up of emotion, this feeling of I'm on the brink of a meltdown, Join the club because yeah. that, you know, we can start feeling that, that sense of angst and anxiety, that sense of, oh my gosh, something's ending. I mean, you can start to feel that in your body and we immediately go to the ending is the ending's bad. Yeah. We immediately want to think the ending's bad, but I mean, I guess for me, <clears throat> that's the sense of excitement we feel is that, oh my gosh, you guys, we're all feeling this we're all uncertain, it seems like it's coming from every direction, Mm -hmm. it seems much more intense than the waves we're used to, it's like if you all of a sudden, like after surfing off the west coast, you went to that really special place in Hawaii where the waves are tremendous, and you're like, oh my gosh, they're huge, and the excitement of, they're so big, but the excitement of, they're so big, yeah, right, like I feel like We have a lot to say. Lisa has a lot. I do have a lot lot to say. But I wanted to say, you know, on the heels of that, you know, I wrote this thing about, you know, people saying, well, just let go and trust and, you know, right? get excited, get giddy. But I think sometimes, like for me, yesterday, when I'm in the midst of an emotional meltdown, that whole like surrender, wait a minute, I can't get giddy. I'm trying water. Like, I feel like I'm drowning. How do, how do I let go? Um, and that's just really hard. It is. And just to be, oh, I think, well, you know, awareness is everything. Just kind of knowing that. Um, okay, I'm not alone. Okay, I'm actually right. safe. Yes, I just don't. I and see I can produce my own, my own life jacket, right? My own surfboard. I can do that. Um, and that's kind of, you know, where we are, where we are heading. Um, what I have done is kind of what we're looking at right now, is we have this turn over Yeah, I'm, gonna show, I'm <laughs> gonna show you, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you. Okay, so if you're on Spotify, Apple, what I'm showing here is just the natal chart of right now. And so Lisa's looking at, where is it, point to the Taurus? I'm I'm looking at that, yeah. She's, yeah, this little quandary right here and look directly across, Ooh. Yeah, so Oof. I put what I've done is, is I put it in whole sign, so I put Aries at the Ascendant, and the inner wheel of what I'm looking at is this this build up of planets that I feel like we're all starting to feel, right? We're all starting to feel a source of tension um, build, because we have Mars there, we have the North Node there, so we know that with these nodal connections, there's something Faded around it, there's something that's moving us forward on our path, because right, that's where we're meant to grow is that our north node. Yeah, faded as in purposeful, as in dharmic, as mm-hmm. in we're going somewhere. There's a journey here. There is a, absolutely. We have Mars there. So maybe this is you're getting us an But <laughs> Mars, Mars is like sometimes like a pressure cooker too. And Uranus is there. There's a surprise. There's almost can be a sense of volatility around it, right? In astrology, when you have Mars and Uranus connections, we call it like the accident pro because there's something surprising. So we're acting. Accidents happen when we act and respond and don't think through things, right? Mm-hmm. So there is this area of our life that we may not be thinking through. Things are kind of bubbling up. Um, it's gonna get hot, you know. Um, it is. It is gonna get hot, and there is this source of tension. I keep calling it tension because Saturn is squaring it. So to me, you know, we talked about Saturn the last time I was here, and there's so many lessons with Saturn. That Just give a couple words, Saturn, like structure. Structure, responsibility, responsibility. It can, you know, Saturn in the chart, we're working really hard gotcha. as well, where that Saturn placement is, but we also can have a sense of
1: limitation so as well. When it's well. square, it's
0: like this. Right. When it's square, it's creating, it's creating tension, so is what it's doing. T- t- it's like, yeah. It. It's going, okay, you want me to move forward. Everything is busted, <laughs> busted the seams, and we're going to move forward. And Saturn's like, eh. But it doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel like it's natural, maybe, right? Because it's not a trine where it kind of just like easily flows into it. There's there's something stuck. Um, so where that stuck energy is, I think, is also important because. Your, I, I think that it's important to reflect on where that source of tension is coming from. I have kind of gone through like a little list if you have your ascendant to be able to find where that Saturn is and, and where, you know, we're supposed to be moving his. Um, to be mindful of it as a whole, why I think it's really important is because as this starts to build up this week, um, my chart is for July thirty first, August first. I think those are going to be about the hottest times of this energy. I think that we're already starting to feel it build. But the November eclipse, even though it's at sixteen degrees Taurus, that's two degrees off of this build up of energy. So that November eclipse is really going to say power now um November eclipse is a lunar eclipse it is going to be a lunar eclipse so that will be a definitive ending it'll be endings right to move us forward and you know Scorpio Taurus the big signs you know we've had our um it's our time you know what I mean it's it's our time we all we all are participate in these cycles um and and it is our it is our cycle um You know, I'm a Scorpio and I'm an eighth house Scorpio, and you know, and I everybody has their own their own chart and how they feel things and how they process things. Um so if you're starting to feel that emotional kind of like drowning stuck, notice it, pay attention to it. If you're in that language of trauma you know there's things that we talk about in yoga class about breathing into the deep tissues to the, i call them stories right into the cells there's something whatever it is mm-hmm. that it needs to be released we know it astrologically we can feel it in our bodies it's so tough because um sometimes those stories have a specificity to it they're like about a something mm-hmm. but the trigger to the story can be in anything yes okay so like your story might be about x y and z but your trigger could be a k or l or a b or like anything so when everything just gets so hot and intense and unpredictable which is right now Mm -hmm. for the next couple weeks um it's easy for anything really to hit those tender spots agree and pay attention because we should all start to start we should all start to notice what's what's coming right where this big upheaval shock move forward um is starting to come um, into play so and also like you talked about the north node and like where we're going And i know we talked earlier about like the healing process and so this whole sequence of events like these whole currents that are coming through can carry us forward into a place of healing. Absolutely, of and we're looking at. So I I did go with trauma because um, it is Scorpio. So it can you know it has that deep kind yeah. of like undercurrent, um, and the area of our life or the area of our chart as we're growing it is Taurus. It's not. It's it's releasing that emotional security and redefining what comfort security is. What that means. You know to it's, us, it's the I'm worthy, I am God, safe, I'm okay, I can produce my own life jacket. Right, mm-hmm. notice there's it ground under my city, like exactly. Absolutely, there we are growing, we are building something of value and of worth. But that area of our life that that is building can feel pretty scary right now yeah. because we're so used to this very south node. Scorpio stuff kind of happening as well right I remember um, probably like a wing tire kind of a conversation so I'm gonna credit him with the analogy even if um, it's not accurate because it was in that, that school in that conversation like his thought of when we're healing when there's a trauma like we get in a lifeboat. Or a roadboat or canoe, we pick your boat. Yeah, <laughs> we can start heading across the river, um, and we do the things like we do the healing things. We're on this healing journey, and we have to remember that we have a destination. We don't want to just like get halfway out and spin around. We don't want to get halfway out and like, rush back to come right. We have to like continue to the journey across and like actually bank the boat on the other side and get out. Yes. So what we might be feeling right now is the journey across the river. And then the I, I would absolutely, I would absolutely agree with that. And then maybe the other side of the river could be something like November. Yeah, absolutely. Because then our, and then, you know, our coaches will change. I and mean, the astrology changes, right? I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's always change. the journey's not over, right? But right. it's We're just this little, like, yes, paths. absolutely. 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 Um, so, you know, as I was going through and teaching last week, um, we often, you know, that south node right now is in Scorpio. Scorpio is, you know, the, the purging, the elimination of toxins. We've talked about it before, but we always, I do you know as well, kind of like focus on this liver stuff. And I went through and I was going, wow, look at what the kidneys do. And I really resonated with it. Um, because it talked about that the kidneys were a metaphor of vulnerability, and the other thing that I thought was pretty amazing and astonishing was that the um, the chi that is in the kidneys, what you are born with is what you have. Interesting. They don't they don't recycle like liver recycled Yeah, they talked about it like it's. Um, it's a battery and it's not a recharge battery. So we have to conserve the energy that we have. Kidneys are fear. Mm -hmm. Kidneys also balance like your electrolyte in the blood chemistry, the chemistry of the blood. And so kidneys are often related to like the health of the heart and the brain, like our electromagnetic centers. So that's kind of interesting. I found it interesting because I thought about when we feel emotionally drained or are stressed, right. right? And going towards you know this North Node you know, or Right on Yes, yeah, is the North Node Taurus part of our chart of nurturing our personal resources, nurturing our our health, our bodies, mm-hmm. right? So I just found that that kind of interesting how it how it fits together. Um, and the other thing is um, I'm studying a new course of astrology and the teacher brought up about, you know, emptying our vessel, right? Emptying, um, purging, um, fasting, right? How we reset. reset, right? And he brought in the topic of reflection, like how do we really know what's in our heart if we don't look there. Oh, wow. How do we know that we're supposed to move forward if we don't take the time to really reflect so good. on where we, on where on this north note, right? On this journey forward that we're going. Yeah. So yesterday in the midst of my meltdown, um, these are the things that I really thought about and really sat with going, you know what? I'm so stuck in this fear place that my heart knows My heart knows intuitively where it needs to go. And I know my worth. This is really important, this Taurus part. Mm -hmm. It's it's knowing your worth, knowing your value. And not knowing it because other people tell you. Or do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But But really sitting sitting with your heart. And what do you need to do to claim that? What do you need to do to claim that? You need to be in the underbelly. You need to be fearful. You need to be angst. Yeah. So it's like, this could be like a cosmic lesson. And one of the things that is really interesting to me is pulling from micro to macro and back, like what's happening for me versus what's happening for my community versus what's happening from the global community, mm-hmm. what's happening to all humanity, like to pull in and out of that and to see, like, I'm connected to all of it. I'm not alone. I'm a participator and I'm a contributor. Yes. So me finding my worth contributes to the advancement of humanity and humanity growing. Yes. And I love that she said humanity because that's Uranian. Yes. You know what I mean? just like looking at it, like you yes. said, you know, from all different, all yeah. different ways. Yeah. just being like the collective. kind yeah. of all of humanity, all of humanity getting the shot, all of humanity being asked to look inside and find their worth. Mm-hmm. And to um, and just take another step forward toward north node destination darn purpose. So every time we stand up for ourselves in any small way, like even if you stand up to yourself, to yourself, which, yes. which might be no, I'm not gonna treat my body like that. No, I'm not gonna say that kind of thing to myself anymore. Yes. Just not. When that thought comes, I'm gonna say thank you, no, thank you, and just let it go and like really have compassionate respect and adoration for yourself. Wow. Yes. That'll get you across the river. Yes. I think oh, it Lisa, feels I it's has so much work to do. It's so, it's just feel, <laughs> it feels, It. Well, I can, I'm in my own body and in my own life right now. If I am it, that I'm at this pivotal point, right? I can feel it. I can see it, but I can also feel it. Um, so we did go through a rundown list um really quick and i i so it is about the rising sign um so if you're so what is that rising sign like individually individualizing this information so yes. knowing your rising yes, sign. yes. knowing your rising okay. it. it's a whole sign chart um just so me just it just to kind of help us Go navigate so what is your rising i am a pisces rising i'm an aquarius rising so you could look um for a free natal chart reading And run that through, and it'll tell you what your rising sign is. And then come back through and listen again. Mm -hmm. You're gonna go through the list? Yeah, I'm gonna go through the list. Okay. I started with Taurus. So Taurus is gonna highlight um, the first and seventh house. Okay, so everything's stacking up. All of this, all these Taurus planets, the movement forward um, is stacking up in your first and seventh houses. These are the ones that are highlighted, right? Because these are highlighted by the nodes. The square is coming from, the square is important, kind of where, remember, I'm looking at the source of tension. If it's, if it's easy, the boat ride is not easy. The boat ride is not easy. Yeah, exactly. It's not easy it easy day, but like overall. So, so your, your square, right, your sign or square but is coming from that 10th house. So is it about your reputation? Is it about, you know, your... Um, Where you're trying to go in your career, where you have maybe doubts of what you are, who you are, putting what you're putting forward. You know, how is this career growth or status that you're trying to obtain, not only affecting you, but affecting your relationships, right? Are you too worried about what other people think? Because remember, it's coming from that seventh house of others. So we're looking at, I'm hoping I'm doing this explaining it well. We're looking at the first house, the seventh house. So this access of me and you, and then where the tension is, is coming from the square. Okay, so if you're Taurus rising, that was for you. Mm-hmm. You're Gemini's, we're looking at the twelfth and the sixth. So we have this build up in the twelfth house. The sixth house is going to feel that emotional kind of Scorpio release. Your square is coming from the ninth house. So it's about your belief system right um or even education the big picture of life and um where you feel stuck you know maybe you're questioning religion or not necessarily your purpose but um trusting your philosophies your beliefs your gotcha. belief system gotcha. that's Gemini rising mm-hmm your cancer we're looking at the 11th and the fifth house the square is coming from the eighth so how is it that other people's money other people's resources feel limiting to you when it comes to working with groups or having your own creativity okay okay that's Gemini that's Gemini the Leo is now in the 10th and 4th kind of holding in In home and family and career, your square is coming from the seventh. So again, is there a partner maybe feeling limited or you have a sense of duty and responsibility around this marriage partner that is impacting where you want to go in your career, how things are at home. Right, okay. things to look at. Okay. Um, Leo rising. Leo rising. So the Virgos, the, Virgo? the Virgos are the nine and three. So these are our education houses. These are again about beliefs, values, um, education, communication, writing. Um, that Saturn square is happening from the sixth house. So what's happening in work? Right? Do you want to write a book? You know, do you want to maybe make a different career choice, but you have to go to school and you're not sure about that? Um, the Libra risings are going to be the eight in the second. So we are looking at money and resources. Our sense of security is happening. Your square is happening from Saturn in the fifth house. So is that about children? Do you have a child going off to school or a creative endeavor that you're not sure that you can financially um, kind of – obtain. The Scorpio is the seventh and second house. Um, So your Saturn square is coming from the fourth house. So what family responsibilities are creating stress around um, marriage? Sorry, it's the seventh of the first um, with the Scorpio rising. So that sense of duty and responsibility around home, family, mother, creating that, that tension. The tension in the journey. Yeah. The tension in the journey, yes. Um, the sand rising is the sixth and the seventh, and um, you have a square in the third. It's not the sixth and the seventh, sorry. It is going to be the sixth and the 12th, square of the third. So again, it's this health, um, your daily routines, your daily life, bringing in communication, education, where you feel that source of tension. The Capricorn rising is such as the just and the eleventh. Notice that they start to flip flop as you go through the chart. Mm-hmm. Um, so your creativity, your self-expression, your groups. You need to find new groups, right? Um, ones that value who you are, because that Saturn is in the second house. Um, Aquarian Risings is going to be the fourth and the tenth. The square is coming from the first house, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about the responsibilities that you're taking on, right? Saturn is the first house, so it's about you and how that is affecting um, the home and the family and career where you want to go. Um, the Pisces rising is happening from the third and the ninth, um, with Saturn squaring in the 12th. So I was telling Tracy earlier, I am a Pisces rising, um, and I do have Saturn in the 12th, which is not amazing. And it's squaring, um, my son, which is also not amazing. That's, really awesome. <laughs> that's a meltdown. So, um, Okay. It's almost like I was telling her earlier that because it's the call past, it feels hidden. It feels as though, you know, the purple thing back. What I'm trying to obtain is just it's not manifesting. It's just, it feels it's uncertain. It just, it's like, what am I doing? Did you get Aries? Oh my god, did I miss Aries? I did miss Aries. So Aries would be you know, with, I know, right? No. So Aries would be um, the second. If you're in Aries rising, it'll be the second and the eighth. Thank you. I have the chart right in front of me. Well, it usually would end at Pisces, but I started at Taurus. Yeah, I did. So so the Aries, so your square is coming from the 11th house. So the restriction then about your resources, where you're going, you know, maybe it is, you know, a um a new goal that you're kind of setting for yourself right because the 11th house can't be goals for the future and there's a financial component to it yeah. mm-hmm. so there usually is though you're setting new goals right so okay. there's a time component or money component. yes, yeah, yes. yes. Money. Yeah. um so this is where they are happening in your house system if they are affecting your planets your natal planets, that will alter things. Right, right, always. But it, like, I feel like even when she runs through that list, if there are questions that kind of hit me hot, like questions that make me say, ooh, and, you know, <laughs> then I know, be alerted to that because even if it's not necessarily my rising, maybe there's a planet that's like putting that in front of me in my psyche. And the whole point of going through is just to find support and to stay in conversation and in inquiry of your experience, so even if you know the question that really speaks to you isn't the one that's for your rising, right? Take it. Work yes, it. absolutely. It. Take it. Yeah. And you know, and as we work through, um, you know, as we work through the end of the week into August first, I do think that it's going to start foreshadowing what is kind of coming up during this eclipse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and There's to, always a big picture. Yeah. So a- I'm traveling to be <laughs> I know, that's what I thought. When I saw it, I was like, "Oof!" but it was really well aligned. Like, so many things were really well aligned to do it. So it's like, it must be, where's your where's your Taurus um, build up? Is that the corn house? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> I feel like um, one thing that I'm inspired about when things get tense is coming back to my yoga practice. Like, i don't know how to really make it through life without meditation and for me mantra but like without my practices without coming to my back without taking that time like when you said um taking the time to reflect yeah you know he um when he said it i was like wow and i don't think his intention was to fit with with this astrology or maybe it was and he just didn't say anything, no. but I was like, wow, that really fits with, um, it really fits with this, you know, as things are coming up and, and, and knowing your worth and, and taking the time and looking at your heart and when you are in practice and maybe in practice this week, when you're in class, that's what your reflection is, who, what is at my heart? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, hey, you know what I used to do is I would put a post-it note and write my question and put it in the front center on my map. And like I did that, the teacher didn't give that to us. I would just like took that as part of my practice. And I love it when I see people coming in with like particular gemstones that they'll lay next to their mat or a certain mala that they'll have on and they'll like put in a really special, you know, arrange in a special altar way at the front mm-hmm. of the mat. Like if there's a question that you're working on, just write it on a post-it note and put it on your mat. Sometimes people will write on their mats. But, you know, uh, I don't like know. I got to think about that. Like, I'm like, if I write on it, it's always going to be there. I do post-it note. note. But, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I do. I really, I really, really, um, I really like that. And, you know, if you do get swept away, you know, by the emotions or about the fear, about where life is going or where the direction is going and you feel like you're drowning and you feel as though, you know, there's no life jacket or that no one's going to understand, you know. Scorpio water—it's—it's it's deep. You know, I had a teacher say that the Cancer waters up here, the Pisces waters in the middle, and the oh, and Jesus. the and the Scorpio waters kind of like you know it's at the it's dark, it's yeah. dark at the bottom of the ocean, cold. and it's cold, right? So, you know, if you're feeling in that place, really reflecting on, um, you know, your work, it is really about your words and what you are building because we are building um, wherever that Saturn is I think that it is obstructing and kind of feeling restriction in what we're actually growing and what we're what we're moving towards um, you know like last time Saturn can be kind of yeah hard yeah I mean Saturn is small and he's got those rings and you think of what's that little in Harry Potter that little, thing that flies around the, uh-huh. the I know exactly things. what it's called. <laughs> that's how I think of like Saturn like spinning around just going like, yeah. things. And I mean it can be super super helpful. Um but it can also cause us to really have to work. Yeah for sure. Paddle out there the big water. And one of the things that I love about yoga is you know and I, I think I think once you teach for a really long time I For myself, sometimes I forget why people come, right? I do, I like honestly, I forget why people come. And then I remember why I come because I need to come back here. So if you notice yourself needing that, I need to come back here this week, come to you know, come to yoga, come to class, and also like socially, just when you're here introduce yourself to someone next to you or talk to us before or after class. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much connection that can happen here. And it's like the kind of place that's no others, this isn't a workplace, we don't have another agenda going mm-hmm. on for you. Yeah. All we do is provide safe space. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and this Friday night is our anniversary party. Which, which I'm so practice. excited, I'm coming. And there's a maybe, uh, surprises. So yeah, so we have food. going to be really good we're going to pull the raffle for the big basket out there and i think it'll be i mean i'm getting all all coming to the top (laughs) because i think it'll really be a significant marker of achievement and connection for us with each other yeah like i feel like there are people that really have been so instrumental like you um like really people so instrumental in what has what we've built here like this wasn't where we were a year ago. Right. And where we are today compared to a year ago is all because of the people that have come to practice and to share. And yeah. To, to be a part of the community. So I'm super, super excited about it. But Lisa, is still offering a summer special and a strong. Yes, we I am summer special. Okay. No still going strong. Still going strong. Still time to book with you. Still time. Yeah. And even maybe take a little bit overlay on. Personal natal chart and provide some real individualized details. details. Yeah, the details, the details of that advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Details for sure. Yeah. Um, especially, like I said, especially if you're a Scorpio or a Taurus um, or those fixed signs. that Usually, right now, and I've seen it in. in, in Clients as well, they have that strong Scorpio Taurus and I'm definitely seeing a lot of influx. Really mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And then we're gonna notice then we're gonna go backwards, right? So then it'll start to be um, Libra and Aries that, that will start to come that will cry, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I <I'm fine. laughs> We all do. We, we all do. Like, you're so excited for this. Right? <laughs> so excited. Where's the giddiness? <laughs> OK, so Lisa's email is underneath. You can always reach out to me at the studio if you'd like to connect with her. Um, See see us us, like, comment, share, be a part of um, you know, the wheel that keeps turning and the love that keeps growing. Yeah, and if we haven't met, come on the 29th.
1: I will be here.
0: I'm excited to practice and and to celebrate. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa.